Yes. Yep. Ah. It's your boy. Hey, what's up with it, y'all? It's your boy Jamon the writer. It's your boy Jamon, aka Jamon the writer. And um, you know what I'm saying? I just want to right now give praise and thanks to the most high for you know what I'm saying, just allowing me and giving me the ability to be able to reach out and touch people, you know what I mean? And uh, that's, um, I'm just grateful, man, because technically I'm not supposed to be here, you know, and I say that all the time and I mean that. Technically, I'm not supposed to be here, but he saw fit to keep me uh, and, to, and to lead me into green pastures, so to speak, you know, and, and that's real. And so I'm just thankful, man. I'm uh, I'm just thankful for the relationship. I'm thankful for relationship, period, you know, because that's what we were designed to do. We were designed to be people who develop relationships that were based on nothing but just connecting, not over, not on business. They, were, they weren't based on what I can get from you. They weren't based on what we came here. It was just based on just straight connection, you know, and um, that's what this is all about. You know what I mean? This booger that won't go away. I mean, I just, all I want to do is just put a smile on somebody's face. That's, that's the, the goal of this show. The goal of this show is just to put a smile on somebody's face. I'm talking about picking your boogers. That's it. Picking boogers, man. <laughs> hey, man, you done did it. Oh, everybody that did it, man. So I just thank God for such, such, so such, such simplicity, because that's the theme of my life is simple and simplistic. You know, do I make mistakes? Yes, I do. And uh, you know, if you if you are the end of my mistake, please forgive me. You know, I did not do an intention of my intention is um, you know only to. Maybe give people a different angle to look, to think about looking from, you know, that's all I'm saying. I ain't trying to teach nobody nothing. I'm not trying to teach anybody anything. I'm trying to watch my language. I mean, my English, you know, I need to learn another language. Anyway, trying to teach my, trying to, um, you know, not trying to teach, not trying to uh, say that I'm a guru about anything. All I'm doing is trying to share experience with whoever will take the time to listen. That's pretty, that's pretty much it. Whoever will take the time to listen, whoever say, you know what? That's interesting. I can relate to that. You know, I, that's, that's it. That's all I saw. I'm just talking. And Jamon dot Jamon, the writer.com. Excuse me. I'm, I'm doing a couple things at one time. Jamon, writer.com. Check me out. Uh, Pickingboogers at gmail.com, P-I-C-K-E-N, boogers at gmail.com, 907-317-0283. Drop me a message. Let's communicate. Let's conversate. You know, um, I got my, my cousin coming on here, man, in another episode or two. We're going to try it out. We linking from Kansas City to Alaska, you know, and uh, I got the OG coming through. You know what I mean? We like to chop it up. <laughs> We like to chop it up. It just, you know, uh, Pentagon Ron is 
you know, he's the guy that, that'll find a breach in the system. If it's a breach in the system, he's going to find it. So we like to talk, you know, and I come up with ideas sometimes and, you know, he'll find a breach in it, you know, and, uh, you know, we just kind of bounce things off each other, man. So, you know, uh, I'm going to have him on here, man, and uh, we're going to see if he uh, want to be a regular co-host. And uh, we're just going to chop it up. You know, hopefully people get different angles. You know what I mean? If you learn something from him, man, praise God, man, because it's not, I'm not intentionally trying to teach anything. You know, I'm just discussing and learning from each other and bouncing stuff off of each other. You know, so that's why I'm, I'm so thankful for the ability to be able to do this, just to be, a, be able to speak. I'm thankful for that because uh, that's a gift. It's, a, it's, it's definitely a gift. I love to write. Um, I will be a prolific writer uh, before it's all said and done with. Um, you know, I am currently writing Rerouting Momentum, How to Bounce Back After Tragedy Strikes. And, um, you know, this is all by design. Everything in here, everything that's happening is by design, but it wasn't mine. I didn't know, you know, how things were going to pan out in my life. So I just want to share that with people, be transparent as possible so we can grow with each other. That's it. You know, if you don't agree, say something. That's how I feel. You know, say something. Don't be sitting back there. You know, I'm very, very accessible. You know what I'm saying? You can reach me. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely touchable. You know what I mean? I ain't blown. It wouldn't even matter if I had a billion in the bank. I'd be the same way. You can get at me. You can get at me. So when a person be like, where you been? Like, I've been. That's my answer to everybody to say, where you been? I've been. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not, you know, I'm touchable. You know what I'm saying? Just like you are. So if I ever came up on your mind and you didn't reach out to me, then, you know, you can't ask me where I've been. It's like, where you been? <laughs> you know, because I'm trying to make an impact on this world. So, you know, my attention is elsewhere. It's not on this earth. You know what I mean? I see what the earth got. You know what I mean? My, my, my attention is on where my resources are at. That's my that's where my attention is at. And uh, my resources is to, you know, what I'm saying it's for the help of other people. That's why I draw on the resources that I draw on is to help other people. You know, what I'm saying I know that I'm already taken care of, you know, so it's to help other people. And sometimes we get I lose focus of that, you know, because of this world. Oh, job. And oh, you got to do this, got to do that. You know, but I lose focus of saying that I can pull an, from an unlimited amount of resources into this realm to help people. So that's what I do. That's what I'm doing. And uh, I want to get better at it, you know. So picking boogers, P-I-C-K-E-N at gmail.com, P-I-C-K-E-N boogers at gmail.com. Hit me up, 907-317-0283. This is the picking boogers. That booger, that, the booger that this won't go away. You know how you be picking those boogers? And that one gets stuck on your hand when you try to flick it. Everybody don't try to flick it. I had somebody tell me they ain't never tried to flick it. You know what I mean? They um they got the they always got tissue and wiped it off. You know, I I, I wouldn't believe them, but I've seen what they accomplished in life. I said, okay, you're the type of person that really takes the truth and you really do use it. <laughs> and that's all tissue is, is just the truth of life, man. Use it, you know. Um, so she really does. I I, I have to admit, you know. So uh, anyway, you know, that's what it is. Pick your boogers at gmail.com, 317-0283. You know, communityism. You know, uh, I mean, really, communityism, y'all. I mean, 
I call it community ism because the community has isms in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of isms in the community, believe that. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of isms that we have to deal with coming up. It's coming up where I came up in, man. There's a lot of isms you had to deal with. Gangsterism, you know, pimpism, <laughs> uh, killerism. You know what I'm saying? There were some positive ones like, you know what I'm saying, uh, I guess a mentorism, <laughs> teacherism. <laughs> but no, for real though, those ones that I first named, I mean, really, there were isms, man, you know. Uh, but in our community, there are isms. You know, definitely. So I want to talk some communityism because, in my opinion, man, in our community, they blame the crime, they blame all the negative things that happen on stuff that, um, you know, it's like a scientist has to find. You know, uh, they, they talk about all this emotional stuff. And yes, everything that we're dealing with is we're dealing on chemical balance or imbalance. Everything that happens in our bodies is a chemical reaction to something. Everything that happens in our life is a result from a chemical reaction. I got that. I feel that. But here's what I'm saying, though. Um, at the same time, the people they claim these things, the government, our state, our politicians, you know, people understand you can get mad at the, at the uh, politician and the person who's running for office all you want to, but <laughs> you're wasting your energy because at the end of the day, he's just a puppet. He's just a puppet of a system that's set in place inside of this world system that dictates what happens through their leg of the system. You know, Democrats, Republicans, it's all made up. You know, if you spend your time, energy getting huffed up and puffed up about all that stuff, about what President Trump is doing, you got to remember, he's just a puppy. You know, okay, I got to stand you on like I look, whatever, you know what I'm saying, and just the type of person he is, but don't get mad about all these policies and procedures that he's changing up, cutting it on, and on. you better roll with it, you know what I mean, because you're wasting energy on that because he's just a puppy. Somebody's pulling those strings. And uh, that's what happens with our, you know, that's on a higher level, but that's what happens to our local politicians. Our local politicians are on the same string type of system, same puppet system, you know, because they cannot go apart from what their party thinks to do what they want to do. So if they see, you know, and that's that ism, you know what I mean? That's that, that's that, you know what I mean? I mean, it just don't make any sense. So <clears throat> I'm speaking directly on the, the angle of youth. And when I'm talking about youth, I'm talking about like youth that, um, and I'm talking about grade school all the way up through high school, even through college, you know what I mean? Because those are our interns. Those are the people that come back and run the programs that the state is supposed to create that are free of charge to every in the, in every youth in the neighborhood. And these, and these camps teach skills. These camp teach, they might even get the kid into you know, developing a trade before they even get out of high school, getting, you know, leading into professional licensing before they even leave high school. Do you understand what that'll do to the to the to the community and to the to your to your economy in this state? It would blow it up because people are like, why would I leave if all this resource is here? They're gonna they're gonna give me money, they're gonna give me internships, they're gonna give me apprenticeships, they're gonna get me the licensing, and I don't have to pay anything. I'm not going anywhere, okay? All our kids want to get up out of here and they want to go because there's nothing catering to them. The church system don't cater to them. There's some churches that do, but the, the, the religious system doesn't cater to the kids because there's nothing ever going on for the children. There's nothing ever going on for the youth that'll teach them something that they can go apply immediately. You know what I'm saying? And that's, you know, I'm listening to my boy Jay Cole back here. 
picking boogers, man, at gmail.com. And let's jam out for a second, though, before we keep going. I know y'all know where that beat from in the background. Anyway, man, that's your boy J. Cole, man. That's off that KOD album. I think it's a great piece of work. He's a man. He he, he be talking from angles that you know normal normal MCs don't talk from, you know. But um, you know. Uh, man, what I what I'm saying is, you know, so we get into the community, and this is what the state is supposed to provide. The state should be providing these type of um, these type of programs and these type of camps, summer camps, and you know, what I'm saying requirements set for these children, set for our youth. You know, because like I said, that's going to stimulate your economy. They're not going to leave because all the resources are here. But while they're here, you're going to teach them how to start their own businesses or get involved with the industries or how to use those skills where they're at in their current environment. And so then once people start developing and, and establishing homes, you know, establishing having children and things like that, they ain't going to want to leave too fast. That's how you keep people here, you know, and that's how you stimulate your economy that way if you really care about your community. But if you don't really care about your community, of course, you, you're going to throw a little bread out there, but that bread ain't going to be able to do nothing. You know, basically what you really care about is the political field. You know, now when the political season comes, people make money. There's a lot of money floating around. Why is that? You know, politicians throwing that money around. That party's throwing that money around, you know. And so... <laughs> That's all that, and then you got construction. You know, when construction comes, man, I see roads, man, that really don't even need to be worked on. But they, the whole, this is back in the back of this, in the, in the, in the uh, off, off one of these back streets, the whole road is tore up. But that's job security. You know what I mean? I'm like, I know these roads was good because I drive through here, man. This is a good neighborhood. You know, but that's job security. That's money being generated. So you see a lot of money floating around in construction. You see a lot of money floating around with the with, with politicians and, and definitely with oil. You see a lot. You hear a lot of big money talk when it comes to oil. When you start talking about youth education and start talking about reducing the recidivism rate, preventing the recidivism rate from growing, stopping people from, you know, committing, stopping misdemeanor committers from turning into big time felons. You know, how do you do all that? You got to give them something. If you say, I'm taking all this away from you, but what you going to replace it with? 
And that's where that's where our state, our politicians, I'm in Anchorage, Alaska. Our politicians are failing our communities, but they want to talk about they want to do these big conferences and stuff talking about, you know, uh, what do you call it? I don't know, the recidivism conference, whatever, man. It's all a bunch of hogwash, man. You get all these people up here, they they doing all these long damn speeches and they breaking down all these facts. They got all these dang numbers and all that all type of stuff, but they ain't talking about nothing. None of them, man. None of them. The head, the chief of police, the, the all of these, all these politicians here in Anchorage, Alaska, they're not talking about nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm, the mayor's cool, man. He's from Kansas City, man, Southwest, man. He wants six Midwest stand up. But still, at the same time, you know, y'all put a, y'all put together this big old effort to come up with ideals and how to create a pipeline to help kids go through and then come out on the other end successful. Well, the interns wasn't from the community. You know what I'm saying? It was, it's, all, it's all some internal fraternal type of stuff on how they got the jobs. Okay. So then on top of that, you know, they were they interviewing all these people in the city, you know, from the boys club and everything like that. And then they said they heard about my program. So they wanted to they wanted to inter, they wanted to interview me. They, they done flew, they done got this big old grant flew all these people in town, you know, and they're doing it. And it's I think it's a good effort. But at the end of the day, when I say NFO West, I mean a program that is committed to opening up the doors, letting letting these kids come in and giving them something to apply immediately. Now that takes money. You feel what I'm saying? But instead they want to spend money and start talking about programs that you know, for real, it's still such a big jump for people to get into, these kids to get into, and they're not even really interested in it, but it's just what's offered. That's the only thing that's being offered. Man, kids, especially kids that get in high school, there should be a center here in Kansas, in, in Anchorage, Alaska, and Kansas City, too. And it's going to be a center in, 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 in Fairview and in Muldoon that offer audio engineering, video engineering, Carpentry, construction ethic, uh, budgeting classes, all that type of stuff. You say, well, who's going to take that? Here's the biggest thing. You're like, well, who's going to come to that? You see what I'm saying? They'll come. They'll be lined out the door to come, especially if you say you're going to provide food. Okay, you providing food and all they got to do, the, the you got to you put them on an accountability system. To where, like, hey, if you mess this up, you got you get suspended from there. Now we gonna never kick you out unless you deliberately do something. But we gonna have we gonna have people around. We'll have staff around, you know, that that prevent from something going that bad, you know. But the what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at, they'll be lined up out the door because they're like, damn, we can go in there and do all that, learn all that, get to eat for free. You're gonna create professionals on accident. They gonna go in there, man, just because they gotta be there. Just because they want to be there because everything is just there for them. It's catered to them to become better individuals and to become better producers. You see what I'm saying? We all are producers, man. But, you know, they, they try to put that to an elite status. But, man, really, we all are producers. We produce something. Everybody produces something, man. I don't know, you know, you put it in a million categories. But everybody can be. So that's what our politicians should be fighting for. You know, that's what our politicians should be fighting for. We ain't talking about, I understand the pipeline. That's good. I understand, you know, this program. And that's all good and fine and dandy. But what can these kids take with them when they leave from your establishment? What can they take with them and apply immediately to start growing their purpose, to start growing a passion inside of them? What can they do? What can, you know, 
And that takes money, but the money's being thrown around and it's being invested and put in different in the wrong areas, if you ask me. You know, so this is the first time that I'm able to speak about this and it count because this is being recorded. You know, I'm gonna start doing video and everything, but I, I want this to be documented to be able to be played some years down the line. Because that's what's needed in all the communities across America is centers in each project, each community, each jail that teach all that stuff. Now you say, who's going to staff all that? Where is the staff going to come from? Well, for the jail systems, you're going to have to get professionals, men who are not scared to go in there and teach that stuff. You know, but on the outside, I mean, you can get college interns, pay them stipends to staff all this. All you need is one instructor for each subject. That's it. And then you just hire a bunch of college interns that'll do all the legwork, all the all the running. You give them stipends, and it's going to count towards their college anyway, because they're going to use them as credits towards social service workers and all that. You know, you go to the humanities department and pass out applications and say, hey, for this intern, this is the stipend that we give it. Every summer, every and during the school year, these are the hours. You know, these credits account towards your degree. You know, and that's what I'm talking about. That's that's where the that's how the money needs to be split up instead of you know these cats who write me grants. They can get in there and get a get a nice little paycheck. You know, I was in it for that. You know, I'm sitting up here. I know that these these kids need help because I came up in the boys' club system. I came up through that system right there and I ain't never have to worry about where money was going to come from in order for me to go play basketball, flag football or T-ball or anything, run, run whatever. You can participate in karate, whatever. That stuff wasn't like, it wasn't sitting up there stressing on money like that. Parks and recreation in the summer, you know, you didn't have to worry, come up with. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk about that because, you know, I'm noticing that when you look for summer camps for your kids, it's $2,300 a kid. The boys club charging like, I don't know, it was a 16 or 2,600, one of them. You know, astronomical numbers, man, for a parent, single parent homes. I told you, you know, it's 20 out of the 27 million, 18 and under kids, 69% of them. 69% of them had two-parent home. Now, that's a large percentage that's left over. That's 31% that's sitting there that's being raised. In a, and it's 23% of that was a was, was single mother homes. You know, these kids that ain't got two parents. So how they gonna, how the parent going to pay for all their kids to go and participate? This is going to better our community if we provide this for our children now. If we if we band together and we provide this for the youth across America, I'm talking about go to Chicago, nigga, in the middle of Green Greens, wherever. Go go to the middle and put a center there. And let it be known that everybody in here has the option to come in here and develop them a trade and whatever their purpose. If they sell it, don't tell them, hey, man, we'll, we can figure out how to get you classes in pharmaceuticals. You like dope that much? <laughs> we get you certified. You know, if that's what it, if that's what it's about. You know, most people don't like dope like that. They just want the money. If you like money that, you know, we got account. We know we got money management. You can get degrees and all this, man. And we're going to show you guys how to make 10 times as much money as you're making out there on the block in here. This is what we're talking about. 
you know. So uh, I grew up in the voice room, and that's that's what it was for me. You know, it was free, and but I, you know, it, it it takes to be a part of some of these activities and sports. It's crazy up here. I mean, it, it just it don't even make any sense, man. And um, let's see, man. You know, my I guess my booger about that man is I didn't I never spoke out about it. I never I never I never made that. You know, my uh, I never I never made that my my uh, a target. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm supposed. That's that's why I'm speaking about it right now. You know, that's my booger, man. I'm 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 taking it. The truth about that is, I cannot be scared to go out here and talk to whoever it is about that. Because that's some serious stuff, and you, that people might not even agree, but I, I, I feel that that is what's lacking in our neighborhoods. That's what's lacking in all of our community, at least the community I came up in. You know what I'm saying? And at least the communities I'm looking at right here, like right now, there's probably a ton of kids down here at that park in Fairview. Why come they they don't have the opportunity to be able to go up in somewhere and get on a computer, or somewhere to go in and, and bang on some wood, or somewhere to go to? You know, to, to learn about some how to how to build com, uh, computer games, or, you know, why why is not somewhere available for them to, to do that? I'm talking about empowering the community from the ground up. But you know why? You know, it's all a, it's all a plan. It's all a plan. When it come down to that money. It's all a plan, and certain things generate certain types of money. And they know that. And they know that, you know, so politics, politics and people, they play it. But the true the true answer is it's, it's never mentioned. It's never mentioned, you know, so I'm speaking up about it and I'm going to reach out to my politicians and, I'm, and I want to see what they do about it. I want to see what te- what what they tell me and I'm going to come back and tell y'all, you know, uh, I mean, skills and trades, not just shelter now. My money is going into buying property and making affordable housing available to people, you know, just who've who been, been through this stuff just like me or who done had bad luck, but they trying to get their life right and deal with it on an individual basis. I got a whole plan written out that's talking about property. That's where I want to I want to that's where I want to take my funds and direct them towards. And inside these apartments and in these situations. I want to eventually build apartment complexes. I'm going to put these centers in my apartment complexes. You know, uh, I mean, they need, they need more than just shelter. When you, they got programs out here that house these kids and that house this youth, but that's it. They got all, they spent all this money on these high grade facilities, but they're not giving these kids no substance. No substance. They provide meals. They're providing housing. But they are not empowering these kids to go from leave from that facility and go out there and go find an internship or find a job. They're not working with any of the. They're not working with any of the corporations to provide interns for these kids or nothing. They just uh, are housing them, and it's more. That's that's it's more. I mean, all these millions of dollars are spent on facilities. But it's more, that's more, it's more than this this needed inside of these facilities. You know, don't quit trying to make it all pretty and spend the money into the programs and the and the instructors that you need to turn these kids into some, for real. Because the kids are willing, 
but it ain't nothing there. I'll go in there. I try to do a computer class. It's like they need more than that. Nobody's even coming to them. Why? Because it wasn't developed to the point to where they can say, okay, if you do this, you can go make this much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, for real. You know, so I don't know, man. I, no, I do know. Well, I don't know. But I know what I'm saying. I know what's coming out of my mouth. I know what this is about. And I think we got to look at that communityism. We got to look at the priorities of uh, the leaders that we have in our communities, the religious leaders, the community activists, everybody. What is their agenda? What is their priorities? Is it to find a high position and, and, and get a high salary? You know, all them salaries can be broke down and that could be the stipend money for the college students, you know, what are, what are the agendas of our leaders in our communities? We got to ask that question. We, they have to sit down, they have to be accountable and they have to acknowledge, well, this is what my agenda is. And if you, and we, when, if they ever do that, what you'll find is you'll find a whole, a different, a bunch of different agendas, but y'all supposed to be working together. So if y'all all got different agendas for the community, how are we ever going to achieve success? You know, that, those are my questions, you know, and uh, these are things that they, they, I don't hear nobody talking about because you got one community leader that everybody likes. You got one politician everybody likes, another one that everybody don't like, they don't they dislike him. They don't. So they might tell the truth about the ones they dislike, but they ain't going to tell the truth about the ones they like. They going to they going to play like they don't see it and they going to sit back and they going to they going to follow and, and ride whichever way. But. You can't let, just because you like this politician, but you know he crooked on this end, you can't let that slide. You gotta, we got to speak up about it. So that's why we don't have a majority rule. But the majority rule is like both political parties, all y'all need to, whatever, all politicians, whatever, this is what needs to be done. And the community votes for that instead of voting for them to say what they what to say what they think the people are saying. Because that's all a politician is doing. Especially when they go to the, go to Washington and they fight for policies and procedures and stuff like that. It's like, no, you need, the people need to speak, not the politicians, because the politicians are under influence, you know? So it should be mandatory that each child, I, mean, I don't care who, it should be mandatory that each child have to participate in one activity per year in order to graduate. I don't care what that activity is and it's paid for. And they should be allowed to participate in as many activities as they can. And once they lock in in kindergarten, they locked in for the rest of their, rest of, rest of their school years. They ain't gotta keep coming back, signing up every year. Just register and say, hey, I'm here. And then boom, you lock them in. Anything, up, update their information and they gone. And we always accept the new. Always accept the new. And that's how, that's what it should be. You know, they should be able to sign up for basketball and all that without worrying about activity fees and worrying about how to get shoes and worrying about all that type of stuff. Not when they kids. You know, so it's like, um, I just really feel like that plans like this will definitely, um, uh, stimulate the economy. They'll stimulate. Uh, it's, it's, it's just going to be pure stimulation because it's going to stimulate the economy. It's going to stimulate self-worth. It's going to stimulate, uh, you know, generosity because people are they're gonna be thankful. People will be able to move comfortably if they want to move. If they want to stay. They can live in these high-priced 
inflation induced apartments and stuff. It's crazy. So that's my my booger, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I just want to say, man, picking boogers at gmail.com, P I C K E N boogers at gmail.com, 3170283. Make sure y'all take Jamal to writerout.com and let's look at our let's look at our community. Look at your community. I'm gonna look at my community and and, and ask yourself what could be done differently. What's really needed over there in that rec center? Is it a gym and just some basketball? Or do they really need some technology in there? Are they do they really need some people in there that that really have this got a stake in the interest? You know, do they really need some programs running that's gonna give these kids some skills? A high schooler can go in there and get a trade, literally, and become an apprenticeship and join an apprenticeship his junior year of high school, you know, if he wanted to. You know, and if it's military that he want to get into, then, you know, it cool. Lead them straight to the government. <laughs> you know, but uh, they got I, they got their part covered. We worry about that one. <laughs> Pickingbookers at gmail.com, man. You know, be on the lookout, man. We coming. You know, hit jamontherider.com up. Get them T-shirts, whatever, man. You know, things are beautiful right now. Things are beautiful right now. Are they the best? No. But they still beautiful, and it's gonna get it's gonna get where it need to get before it's all over with. You just can't give up. You just gotta keep going, man. Because whether they tell you or not, man, the people who you think are the greatest, <laughs> they've had some rough times, man. You know, I had some rough times, and God will humble you. You know, God will humble you. He will humble you. He will break you down all the way. He wants us to take care of community. He wants us to be family. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? And our youngins shouldn't have to wonder. He said, don't put do not lead your kids through the fire. Man, our kids don't need to be wondering how they're gonna play. They need to play. We need to let them play, you know, so they can find out who they are. And don't bar them because they they bad. You know what I mean? Or they they you yeah, you just got to figure out how to redirect that energy. But you got to make stuff accessible so they won't be hitting the streets. But that's accessible, you know? And that's in every community, man. It should be mandatory that the schools are open all the time. This You got two sets of staff, night and day. You know, you got night hoops, night, night sports going on, night classes going on. I'm talking about for all ages, you know? If they ain't got nowhere to go, we need to give them housing. All ages. All ages. If they can't go home, their home is broaching, ratifested, then we got a place for you. For you. You know? Right. So that's what it is, man. Picking boogers at gmail.com, man. Go get that tissue, man. Quit trying to flick that booger, man. I see you, man. I see you, bro. 39th and Prospect, man. Out of cash around picking their boogers, man. Get some tissue, bro. <laughs> All right, that's what it is, though, man. Picking boogers at gmail.com, man. I'm just, I'm thankful, you know, man. Uh, hit me up. Let's see, let's see what we got. Leave me a message, text me, you know, email me, whatever, man. I'm open. Let's go. I hope you make another by your mama house.
I see your wife spicy in your whip form. I got some good advice, never quit torn. Cause that's the way we eat here in this rap game. I'm fucking with your funky little rap name. I hear your music and I know that rap's changed.